What's up, you guys? This is another episode of the Triple Option Report, where we talk about sports, comics, and pop culture. And today, it's Friday, so you know what that means. Obviously, it's predictions for upcoming weekend in football. Both college and NFL, I'll start with college. Uh, all the key games for this upcoming week seven, for what's remaining, because, you know, we've already done it from here on out. is what, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays that college football is on, so... I'm only going to do ones for Saturday. So, yeah, let's just go ahead and start. Uh, the first noon key games, we got, I believe, just two for now, for this, for this week or tomorrow. Uh, Purdue, Ohio State, and Florida State, Syracuse. Um, Purdue and Ohio State. I don't know. Like, like Ohio State on paper should win, dom- like, you know, in dominant fashion, but it's at Purdue. And we already know how Purdue does against top, well, either top five or top ten ranked teams. I like have what like a top five, like all time against top five ranked teams or something like a crazy stat like that. You know, Ohio State's ranked number three, and they're going to Purdue. And I I know that Purdue looks kind of mediocre right now, but something similar to this happened in 09, 2009. In 2009, Ohio State went on to win the Rose Bowl. And beat Oregon in the Rose Bowl. And Purdue went on to miss a bowl game. And yet, Ohio State went to Purdue. We're all ranked. And lost. Ohio State also lost Purdue, I believe, in 2012. Or, or I believe, or like almost lost. They lost to Purdue famously in 2018 when they got completely demolished. Like, they, there's... There's a lot, there's a history with that. I don't know why, but Purdue always has Ohio State's number. They always give Ohio State a really tough game, especially when they have to, if they have to go to Ross Aid. And that's, yeah, like Ohio State has to go to Purdue, and I don't know. And also the fact that one of Ohio State's key wide receivers is playing kind of hurt. Marvin Harrison, you know he's playing kind of, uh, you know, not injured, but dealing with something throughout the year. I think he's fine now, but understand like like he still has something lingering, I guess. And then now Ibuka's not playing versus Purdue, so their other key receiver Ibuka's not playing. So Ohio State's gonna be a little like they're not gonna be fully healthy. They're not gonna have all the key players, and they're going to Purdue, and the Purdue team, the Purdue team that's desperate to win a game right now. They're what two and four, I think. They want to make a bowl game, and they come close. Like they they had some some games slip. From their fingers. They shouldn't have lost to Fresno State. They outplayed Iowa and still somehow lost. Like, like they really should be something like 4-2. and two. So you know that, that this Purdue team is... They're, yeah. They're looking for a win. And Ohio State has had games this year where they have not looked that impressive. They're not that offensively impressive compared to what they were the last few years. Now, they're still really good defensively. They're great defensively. But, like... This team kind of resembles a, a, a Jim Schressel type of team. So, I don't know. Purdue, I think, I'm I'm going to say it. I think Purdue pulls off the upset. I think it'll be a close game. Yeah, it's not going to be 2018. More like 2009. But I think Purdue, I don't know why. I think they, they pull off the upset. Uh, other key uh, noon game, Florida State and Syracuse. This game's going to be close. Florida State's defense is lacking. Syracuse has a very good offense. Uh... Yeah, but then I think Florida State gets the edge. 
but I would not be surprised if, Florida, if Syracuse also pulls off the upset here. Syracuse is not a bad team. They're going to make a bowl game this year. They're going to they're gonna have at least seven, eight wins, at least. And they have a good offense. And Florida State's defense is a weak point. And, yeah, like, like anything could happen with that scenario. And Florida State has not exactly been blowing teams out like that in the ACC this year. So I don't know what happens. But I'll give the edge to Florida State, but I would not be surprised if Syracuse pulls off the upset. Some other notable noon games, Bama and Arkansas. Uh, again, I would not be surprised if Arkansas pulls off the, the upset. This could be a potentially wild uh, week seven. But I think Bama gets the, gets the edge here. I think Arkansas is just, um, they can't close games. They have not been able to close out games at all all year, which is why they're two and four. And I think because of that, I think Bama gets the edge there. Uh, also, now the top two ranked teams, Georgia and Michigan, Vanderbilt and Indiana, those are two games you should not pick an upset in at all. They are going to wipe the floor with Vanderbilt and Indiana. Whatever, I'm not a betting person, but whatever they're favored by, they're going to win by more than that. I'll just say that. Both teams, Michigan and Georgia, definitely. Uh, now as for the afternoon slot, Utah and Cal. That's an intriguing game. That's an intriguing matchup because Utah, again, a team that's broken down with injuries, a lot of injuries. They've been beat down. It, they're getting more injured, it seems, every single week. They're still without their starting quarterback. Their defense, though, is all-world. I mean, it's top. To me, it's... it's I think the top defenses in the country, I think Michigan has the best defense. I think Penn State, Iowa, uh, and Utah are, like, right there. UCLA is right there, too. Like, those, to me, are probably the five best defenses. Ohio State is right there, too, in the country. So, like, Utah has an elite defense, an all-world defense. But their offense is lacking terribly, and they're broken down and injured. And, and, and Cal, again, Cal is not a pushover at all. I think Cal makes a bowl game this year, and they have a great running back. All-American caliber running back to me. But I don't know. I, I feel like Utah probably still gets the edge. It'll be a low-scoring uh, slug fest. Like, it's going to get. It's gonna feel like a Big Ten game more than a Pac-12 game. I guess how people would perceive a Pac-12 game to be. But, yeah, I think Utah still gets the edge here. I think the defense gives them a slight edge in, in, in the victory here. But, again, would not be surprised if Cal pulls off the upset either. Uh, Washington and Oregon is the big game of the week, obviously. That's the biggest game, one of the biggest regular season games of the year, honestly. Uh, Washington looks all-world across the board. Oregon looks great as well. I think because that Washington is in Seattle, that's a tough place to play. I always say that the P&W low-key might have the craziest, most like rowdy fans across the board in all sports. When you think about the Seattle, uh, the, when the Sonics were there, Supersonics, their fans are crazy. Uh, of course, you know, the Kingdom and now the 12th man with the Seattle Seahawks, their fans are crazy. Uh, the Mariners had rowdy fans, uh, especially back in like the 90s uh, and in the 2000s. Uh, Washington, obviously, has crazy fans. Oregon, Austin Stadium, it's one of the most iconic stadiums in, in all college football. Yeah, even Washington State and Oregon State have very loud, passionate fans. In basketball, they have loud, passionate fans. Like, like almost every sport, the P&W 
all their teams have crazy fans. You're never going to see a dead crowd in, in, in when it comes to a sporting event in the BMW. So, like, Washington is going to be a tough place to play. And Washington and Oregon hate each other. Like, those two, that's the go-to rival for both for both, both programs. So, like, it's going to be it's gonna be an entertaining game. Michael Penix Jr. and, 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 and Bo Nix. I think at the end, the ends, both teams are great, but I think Washington has the edge. I think Washington has as good a defense as Oregon, and they both have, both have really good defenses. But I think the offense across the board, I think Oregon has better running backs, but Washington has better receivers. And I think Michael Pingus Jr. is better than Bonix. I think they're both really good. But I think Michael Pingus Jr. is like, I don't know. I, I think he might be, you can make a case that he's the best quarterback in the country. And that he's uh, the highest been front runner right now. I I think he is, at least a front runner. I don't know about if he's the best in the country because Caleb Williams, I think. But I just the overall overall stats that Michael Penix Jr. has right now, I think he's probably first place in Heisman at this very moment. So I think that along with and they have suitable running backs anyway. Uh, so I think with that, it's at Wash is in Seattle, is at Washington. So I think that Washington wins. I think they have a little too much firepower. And I've seen as good as Oregon's defense looks across most teams, I still remember how they looked against Texas Tech. And it, it, this Washington offense is way better than that. And again, it's at Washington. I think that's going to be a little too much for Oregon. I think Washington wins by a touchdown or two. But it'll be a great entertaining game. And I think it'll be high scoring. Uh, Tennessee and A&M. That's just an interesting one. A&M at first looked like, oh man, this team can make some moves. And they had all that for the first time in who knows how long they actually have a good offense. But then they lost to, to uh, Bama. And I saw some holes in that team. And I don't know. A&M, I mean, Tennessee at first looked rough. But these last couple of weeks, they looked really good. And if they can keep that offense up, hey, who knows? I think Tennessee wins. And I would not be surprised if Tennessee wins comfortably. This is a make or break game for both teams, though. Because if Tennessee loses, then, yeah, they're going to be probably like 7-5, 8-4 in a very disappointing uh, season for them. But if, if Tennessee wins convincingly and A&M loses, then A&M's looking at another 7-5 season probably, honestly, or 8-4. So, like, either way, this is a make or break win or loss for both programs. Winner could bounce right back up. Go nine and three, ten two loser, and go eight and four, seven and five, and uh, have a super disappointing season. So, yeah, this is very important for both these programs. I think that Tennessee probably wins, though. I don't know why. I just feel like they look better at this moment. They have more, more uh, momentum into this game. So, I think Tennessee probably wins. Yeah, by at least a, t- a touchdown. Uh, Kansas and Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State looked abnormally out of nowhere. They looked terrible all year, and then out of nowhere, woke up against Kansas State and said, oh, okay, we're going to look like we did a couple years ago, randomly. I don't know why or what that came from, but I don't know why they weren't playing like that all year. But, yeah, out of nowhere, the offense just woke up. Uh, I think Kansas, though, and I I do know that with Kansas, their starting quarterback is not playing most likely, so that is a bit of a concern to me, but I think that they still get the win. I think that Oklahoma State win last week. I have to believe it. I have to believe, I don't know. It happened, but I need to see more. 
see if this is really Oklahoma State or like a complete turnaround or if that was just a one-game thing. So for now, I was still giving to Kansas to win by about probably like probably at least one score. I think it'll probably be a close game, but yeah, I, I, I still have Kansas winning. Uh, Illinois-Maryland is an interesting matchup. I have no idea why I'm going to go crazy here. I'm picking Illinois to pull off the upset. I was... Maryland's a good team. They have a lot of talent, but that some of the offensive coaching... Tra- I, I was quite... I, I was confused by what I saw at points against Ohio State with Maryland. Maryland could have been up 21-0 if they really wanted to at one point in that game. They really could have blown Ohio State out early on. They were thoroughly outplaying them in that first half. But there were some questionable coaching decisions. Primarily on the offensive side... And if they keep that up, like, I don't know. Illinois, one streak that Illinois does have is they have a really, they have great players in that D-line. That front four. So, like, if they could take advantage of that, I don't know. Like, like but, yeah, like, I don't know why I, I'm thinking this, but I think Illinois, again, I think they're kind of in a make-or-break situation here. Like Purdue, they're 2-4. and four. They kind of need this win. They want to make a bowl game, most likely. I think they pull off the upset here. I don't know why. Uh, BYU and TCU and South Carolina and Florida. These are two interesting matchups here. I think BYU has looked by far the best out of all the newcomers to the Big 12 this year. They look like the only one that actually looks like they deserve to, like they belong in like a, a Power 5 conference. But and I think TCU's look uh, night and day compared to what they did last. Well, not really. In a weird way, TCU got away with a lot last year. Not like cheating wise or anything, but like like they had some certain players in that roster that saved them in certain games. A lot of games, actually. A lot of one score and close games that if they had a, like a, a lesser personnel, probably weren't going to win. And showing this year. Which is why they look they look like they might not make a bowl game or go six and six or something like that. And I think BYU's look pretty good. I think BYU pulls I think they win this game. I think they straight up beat TCU by at least a touchdown. And as for South Carolina and Florida, Florida's weird because their offense is not good at all. But then out of nowhere they have a win over Tennessee is it's their weird team. Because they have wins over Tennessee. And that game it looked great, but outside of that game looked terrible the rest of the season. They did not look they they dominated Vanderbilt, but Vanderbilt's not looking good at all this year. I thought Vanderbilt would make a, a, a decent jump from what they did last year, or at least keep the momentum. They fallen off a cliff this year. They look significantly worse. Now, I'm not. I don't think they look as bad as 2021 Vanderbilt. That looked awful, but they don't look good. I should have known when they beat Hawaii, but it was only because of two special teams plays they they won because they kind of got outplayed by Hawaii and at Vanderbilt. I should have known there. All right, this team's probably not what they were last year, but yeah, like they're they're struggling. So I'm not surprised Florida blew them out. But against other uh, the rest of the teams in their other schedule, they have not looked that good. South Carolina's offense looks good somewhat. Their line is struggling though. Their defense is not good. It's terrible actually. So I don't know. Um, I I I I don't know why I'm gonna pick South Carolina here. I I think Florida. They have, a good, they have a really good defense, though. But, I don't know. I feel like Florida's lack of offense will hurt them in this game. And I, I think South Carolina gets the edge jump for them. Uh, 
Wisconsin, Iowa. Another key, this is our last like major afternoon game. I think Wisconsin and Iowa. Uh, Iowa's defense, of course, is a monster. They scored for them. They scored for them, I believe, last week, actually. And they've done that several times this, this year. But the offense is so bad. It's so anemic. And with a with a backup quarterback now, because Cade McNamara is out most likely for the year, I believe, unfortunately. Like, yeah, this is this offense. You thought this offense was bad before. It's probably most likely going to be worse now. I and I think Wisconsin started to finally pick it up. They were they started out really slow at the beginning of the season in on, in non conference, but since they've entered conference uh, play, they've really stepped it up. And I think they showcased that again against Iowa. I think, of course, we know how these rivalries go. Wisconsin-Iowa, uh, between Wisconsin-Iowa, Minnesota, and Nebraska, they always play each other tough because, again, these rivalries, they don't like each other. But I I just think Iowa's lack of offense hurts them in this game. I think Wisconsin has a little too much firepower. I think Wisconsin wins this one by at least a, t- a touchdown. Uh. Another huge upset. I don't know why, but I'm picking Pitt to beat to beat Louisville. And that's an evening game. Now, as for the primetime games, uh, Washington State North and Arizona. I think Arizona just doesn't have enough. I think Washington State is just too much. I, I Cam Ward. I love their quarterback. Cam Ward is the, the real deal. Uh, it sucks that Washington State is not going to be in a major conference next year. They should be. They're too good not to be. Uh, but yeah, this year Cam Ward, uh, he's a dark horse Heisman contender. Honestly, people aren't talking about him, but I would not be surprised if he ends out in New York in New York in in December. Like this guy's the real deal. He's really good. And and uh, Arizona, Arizona's a good team, but I just think this would be too much for them. I think Washington State rebounds and they win. Uh, LSU in in Auburn, LSU has too much firepower. Yes, LSU's defense is terrible. It's awful. One of the worst in the country. Are the worst LSU defense I've ever seen, honestly. I've been watching college football regularly since, what, 2001? 2000? It's the worst LSU defense I've ever seen. It's really bad. But Auburn's offense is also really bad. So, it bounces out. And I think LSU has too much firepower for Auburn on defense. So, LSU's offense has too much firepower for Auburn's defense. So, yeah, LSU wins this one. And probably comfortably, honestly. Uh, Jane Daniels is that. He's a real deal, man. That dude's no joke. Like, he played with, it looked like a rib injury, like the rest of that game against Missouri, and just single-handedly carried that team on his back. So, yeah, I think it's too much. LSU wins. Uh, Kansas State, Texas Tech's another one. There's some key games this week. Uh, Kansas State, Texas Tech, I think... Uh, Kansas State rebounds. I think it'll be a high-scoring game, but I think Kansas State rebounds, and they win this one. Texas Tech's a, a solid team, but their defense is kind of letting them down a little. Uh, they've lost some games they shouldn't have lost, but I, I think at the end of the day, so is Kansas State. I, they should have lost to Missouri. I don't know what the heck that that what that performance was against Oklahoma State last week, uh, I, but I think Kansas State re- rebounds, and I think they pull off the win here because I just think they're a slightly better team in general than Texas Tech is. Uh, Marshall and Georgia State. That's an interesting matchup. If you want to see uh, 
who might be playing in, in the New Year's Six Bowl game out of the group of five teams. That's an interesting matchup. Marshall is a very good team this year. Uh, uh, great head coach. Great offense. Georgia State has a really good offense. And they also look really good this year. I think they both have only like one loss. Uh, I think it'll be a high-scoring game. But I think at the end of the day, I think Marshall pulls off the win here. It'll be a very close game. I think it'll go down to the wire, but Marshall pulls it off at the end. Uh, another key one, and this is the the, the main key uh, Koopa 5 matchup, which has big, uh, uh, like this one's probably what might be the biggest of the year in terms of like what it means for who might be playing in, in the New Year's Six Bowl game. And that's Wyoming and Air Force. Air Force is still undefeated. Wyoming has one loss, but it went over formerly undefeated and ranked Fresno State. I believe both teams should be ranked. It's, uh, I think it's ridiculous that neither team is ranked. While other teams are, like Miami, Florida, I have no idea why Miami, Florida is ranked ahead of either either Air Force or, or Wyoming. Uh, but yeah, or Kentucky. Why is Kentucky still ranked? After that vile performance they had last week, I have no idea why Kentucky is still ranked. But yeah, like like those two teams should, bo- should both be ranked. They both are really good. Wyoming has one loss to Texas, and they were competitive with Texas for the first three quarters. Uh, and and they have a win over Texas Tech. And Air Force is undefeated, and it looked really good. I I will say this. I, I think it will go down to the wire. I think both teams are very good. I think it will be a good scoring game, but I think at the end of the day, I think Air Force wins. I think they have too good of a defense for Wyoming. I think... Uh, 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 they both have good offenses, but I think Air Force defense is too much. The Air Force has the best defense of any group of five team this year. So, so at least statistically speaking, if I, I believe so. Uh, so, like, I believe they have the number one or number two ranked in total defense, if I'm correct. So, yeah, Air Force is no joke. Uh, and I, I think that they get the win here over Wyoming. And they stay undefeated, and they finally get ranked. It is a travesty they're not ranked yet. It's ridiculous that neither of them or Wyoming are ranked. Uh, USC Notre Dame, that's the second biggest game of the week after Washington Oregon. I think USC's defense has obviously a lot of holes, but Notre Dame's offense has kind of fallen off a bit these last couple weeks. Last three weeks, actually. Since the Ohio State game, they have not looked the same offensively. And I think USC, because their offense is still great, I don't know why. I, I think USC gets to win here. Uh, I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll go down to the wire, but I think USC pulls off the win. Uh, Missouri and North Carolina... Missouri, jeez. Miami, Florida and North Carolina. Another key game in the prime time. I think Miami, Florida and North Carolina... I I don't know. I think Miami, Florida last week was an anomaly. I don't think they're going to fall off a cliff this year. I think they just had one really bad performance against Georgia Tech last week. And North Carolina, they looked great. Outside Appalachian State, they looked flawless all year. But I don't know why. I think North Carolina, I think Miami Florida rebounds here. I, mean, I think they get the win here. I have no idea why I'm thinking that, but I think they pull off the win here and they bounce back and they're, it, 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 it's all back to normal again. Well, but Miami, funny enough, Miami probably wouldn't, despite how bad they played last week, they probably, they would have still won if, they, if their coach had common sense and just kneeled the ball. If he kneels the ball, Miami Florida still wins. So, like, as bad as they perform, they still should have won anyway. I think they're good enough. And I think their offense 
whatever heck, whatever was happening last week, they bounced, they turned that around completely. This is this is a good offense. This is a good team. Well, the Texas A&M proves that. So I think they turn around, they bounce back, and I think they rebound and beat North Carolina this week. Uh, Missouri, Kentucky, Kentucky showed me something last week, and that is that they should not be ranked. They looked awful. They got demolished from Georgia. No, don't get me wrong. Georgia is insanely talented. They're one of the top teams in the country. Probably going to win the SEC and, and go 12-0, going straight into the playoffs. But Kentucky is a ranked team. And Georgia's looked, they struggled throughout the year this year. That's unacceptable. They got demolished. They could have put 70 on Kentucky if they really wanted to, honestly. Like, that was disgusting to, to, to watch. And I think that because of how they struggled, like, I don't know. I think they kind of got exposed a little. Because they have looked kind of rough outside of the Florida game. The Florida game is kind of an anomaly because outside of that game, they have not really looked that good. They, they, like, I don't know. I think Missouri's looked better overall. So I think Missouri gets to win here. Uh, Oregon State and UCLA is going to be a good game. A low-scoring game. Like I said, UCLA's offense is kind of struggling, but their defense is elite, elite. And I think Oregon State has a solid defense, really good offense. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. And I don't know why I think Oregon State probably gets the edge show because they have a good enough defense on their own. And they have a, a sizably better offense. So I think Oregon State gets the edge. It'll be a close little scoring game, though. Uh, NC State and Duke. I believe Duke's starting quarterback is out. So if that's the case, and NC State's starting new starting quarterback played pretty good last week. I think NC State gets the win here. Actually, really good. They scored a lot on Marshall. So yeah, I think NC State turns around. Their offense will be much better. with the look new and improved with the new quarterback. So I think with a new quarterback and Duke starting quarterback being out, and it's a great rivalry too. You know, gonna both teams are gonna come with their all. I think NC State pulls off the upset here. Uh, and yeah, I believe that is. I'll do a late night game. Why not? Uh, Boise State and and Colorado State. Uh, that's toss up. I think Boise State probably gets the edge. I wouldn't be surprised if Colorado State though won because Boise State does not look like this is not the Boise State of, of, of what I grew up with at all. I, I'll just say that they, I would not be surprised if they missed a bowl game. Honestly, that's how much they've struggled this year. They could not, they have not been able to close out games at all. So this game is close and going down to the wire. Would not be surprised if Colorado State pulls off the upset here. But yeah, so that's all my predictions for college football this week. A lot of games that. Look like toss ups, and we're starting to get deep in the season. So, you know, a lot more confidence and, and like even equal matchups, a lot less cupcake matchups. So, yeah, it's going to be really entertaining this Saturday. Now, as for the NFL on Sunday, uh, first matchup is our last one in London, if I'm correct, is the Ravens and Titans. So, another early morning matchup, 9 30 a.m. Again, I said the Ravens have been battling injuries, they've been broken down badly and last week did not help with the receivers playing awful like dropping everything I don't know why I think they'll probably have some uh, uh, ship on their shoulder they'll bounce back and rebound I think the receivers will play better this week I think they're playing a team in Titans that's not that impressive either so uh, 
I don't know why I think the I think the Ravens get the edge here, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a low scoring game and it's not exactly entertaining. But I think the Ravens get the edge over the Titans. It'll be a close game though. It won't be a blowout. Uh let's see here. Bengals and Seahawks. That's an interesting matchup. Because the Seahawks are really good. But the Bengals They've been struggling a bit. Uh they bounced back last week after an absolutely Unacceptable loss of Tennessee the week before. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think. I think that well, this is this is a toss up right here. I I really don't know. It all depends on what Cincinnati, which Cincinnati team comes out. If we see what we saw last week, I think they pull off the win. Or I think they they get the close win over the Seahawks. But if they play, if the receivers aren't getting a lot of catches. If, if Jamar Chase isn't really, you know, if he's not getting a lot of catches or getting a lot of attention, and if that whole line falls apart, then Seattle's going to most likely run away with this game. So it all depends on what Cincinnati team we see. If it's, if it's the good Cincinnati, then Cincinnati wins. If it's the bad one, it, it could honestly be Seattle by a very large margin. Would not be surprised. It's Jekyll or Hyde with Cincinnati right now. Very slow start, even for their standards the last couple of weeks, at least compared to last year. The last couple of years, at least compared to last year. They, at this point, were started turning around. If they really turn around, I think they get the win here. You know what? I think they do turn around here, so I think I, I'm going to go pick Cincinnati to get the win here. It'll be a close game, but Cincinnati gets the edge. Uh, Jaguars and Colts. This is a matchup for who's the top team in the AFC South. And uh, I think the Jaguars get the win here. I like the Colts. I think the Colts are actually a pretty good team. I'm surprised at how solid they look this year so far. But I think the Jaguars have a higher upside. There. I think they're more talented across the board. So I, I think the Jags get the win here. Uh, let's see here. Vikings and Bears. Dear Lord. That is depressing. Uh, Dolphins and Panthers. That's a blowout. She's oh man, that's a blowout. That's whatever Dolphins or whatever Miami is favored by, pick them to win by more. They're gonna win by more than what they're they're oh, 14 point favorites in an NFL game. I don't think people understand this in professional sports in an NFL football game. Being favored by 14 points is ridiculous, but it's honestly justified in this matchup. The the Dolphins have won by more than two touchdowns. This is gonna be ugly. Uh, Niners and Browns. Speaking of games that are gonna be ugly, uh, Niners are probably gonna demolish the Browns, especially now that the Browns aren't playing without Deshaun Watson. Now apparently Watson might be out for more weeks with that injury. Uh, it's gonna get ugly. Niners via massacre. Uh, Saints and Texans is an underrated one because the Texans have been surprisingly retaining. The Saints are a solid team. I think it'll be it'll go down to the wire. It'll go back and forth. I think the Saints get the edge at the end. But again, like this is a toss-up. This goes either way. Texas win. If Houston wins, I wouldn't be surprised. So like, yeah, this is definitely a toss-up. But I think the Saints get the the, the edge at the end. Uh, Patriots and Raiders. Speaking of depressing games, this is a, a depressing game between two depressing teams. Patriots are falling off a cliff. As a franchise, the Raiders, uh, they've been like that for the last 30 years almost, honestly, at this point. Uh, 
the Raiders and Patriots are, or that, that's a, a messy, depressing matchup. The last year's game was, you know, just definitely something that happened, especially that ending. I don't know what the heck that was. But if, it's, if it ends out anything like that again for a second straight year, I, I'll be entertained, I guess. It's, it's definitely, a, like they say, the Sickles Committee. This is a ma- this is a Sickles matchup, Raiders and Patriots this year in the NFL. Like, unless you're really a hardcore NFL fan or like a, t- a fan of one of those two teams, I have no idea why you want why in the world you want to watch that matchup. But you know, uh, at the end, I don't know. Who cares? Uh, no, uh, I'll go with. Uh, I guess Patriots. I don't know why. They looked awful, absolutely awful. They looked like the worst team in the NFL the last two weeks. But the Raiders know how to lose games, and the Patriots probably are going to try to bounce back somewhere. They got to some 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 game, so why not this one? So yeah, I'll, I'll say the Patriots win. I would not be surprised if they get annihilated again, though. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Uh, a key matchup. Well, well like not. I guess yeah, actually it's a key matchup. Lions and Buccaneers. Who would have thought that the Detroit Lions are a legit elite NFL team right now? And they are. They're a top five team in the NFL to me. Like, they don't really have a flaw like that. And I guess it's not a major one. They look like a, a legit Super Bowl team right now. I'm serious. They look like, they look like the biggest challenge to the 49ers, honestly, this year in, in the NFC. Like, they look that good. And I think they'll be too much for, for Tampa Bay this, this week. I, I think they're going to win this game rather comfortably again, like they've had the last two or three weeks. This is a legit team, y'all. That's that uh that Kansas City game week one was not a fluke at all. Uh Eagles Jets. The Jets have a talent that they could win a lot of games, honestly. But again, it all depends on quarterback and O line play. If the quarterback of Zach Wilson can play decent and the O line can block somewhat, then this team's good enough to win a lot of games. This team's good enough to make the playoffs. But it 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 all depends on those two factors. And the Eagles, they have not looked impressive like that, but they are still undefeated. They're still 5-0 and for a reason. So, again, I think the Eagles probably pull off the win here. Again, 6-0 probably, most likely. Uh, as for the primetime matchup, Giants and Bills. Giants. I mean, Bills. Bills. My landslide. Like, yeah, most likely. If Saquon's not playing... Then Bills, whoa, yeah, this, this Bills team's legit. They're gonna dominate the Giants. As for the Cowboys and Chargers, I'm learning about football. I think the Cowboys bounce back, and the Chargers know how to lose better than almost anyone in the in, in all sports in general, whatever level, pro, coll- collegiate, high school. Who knows? Who cares? Any sport period. If there's a team that knows how to how to lose the best, it's the Chargers. So I think because of that. And I think the Cowboys bounce back, and the Cowboys play really good against teams that aren't elite. No offense to Cowboys fans. I'm one of them, but I've come to terms with that. I think the Cowboys win this game. Cowboys probably going to go make the playoffs again and then lose in a fashion that baffles most fans, including me. And back to, yeah, same as it, as it ever was. It's like Groundhog Day with this team. They're not bad, which is a depressing thing. So they can't, like, get so bad. It's like, rebuild. No. They're, they're going to make the playoffs again and then probably lose in the first round. Wild card. Or, at best, 
may pull off a wild card win, but they sure as heck ain't making it to the NFC title game. Did. Yeah. Oh well. So yeah, that's that's it for the NFL predictions and my college football predictions. I guess that was my full uh, uh, big time pick. I guess if I want to do a if I wanted to do a, a big time pick like outside of these two sports. I mean, my brother and me, we talked about WNBA last, I mean, last episode, so I guess I'll go with something different here. We talked a little about baseball, but I'll talk a little bit more about baseball. Again, the playoffs this year has been absolutely wild. No one predict, predicted this, I don't think. Uh, at least, especially not casuals. Like, every single top seed almost lost, if I'm correct. If not, every single one. Both uh, the AL and the NL. So, uh, I think in the ALCS, I think that the uh, Astros probably get the win. In the NLCS, the Phillies get the win. And I think you probably get it last year's match. If I'm correct, I think last year's match was the Astros and Phillies. I think we probably get that again this week, this year. And uh, I don't know. I think the Phillies can pull off this year. I think the Phillies, I think the Philadelphia Phillies get a World Series win. Yep. I think they get revenge over last year's matchup. And this team looks really in like they look enthused. They look hot. Like the Phillies are on fire right now. So I would not be surprised. Yep. I you know, no, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna be surprised. My prediction, my big time pick is that the Philadelphia Phillies beat the Houston Astros and win the World Series. Revenge for last year. So I just want to thank you all for listening. Uh again, without you guys, I don't have any of this. So again, thank you all. Uh also for uh, following me and, and, and subscribing and downloading my episodes because again if you guys don't do that I can't do this so again thank you all also follow, follow me on social media on twitter at pulliam underscore blake p-u-l-l-i-a-m all lowercase uh, also on threads blake underscore pulliam one all lowercase on tiktok uh, the triple office report just like my podcast and uh Next episode's on Monday. As you all know, Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. Uh, See you all. Bye.